0: Singleness for me, um, I've gotten so much done. You know, like I have, like I don't have to answer to anybody. You know, yeah. like I am, I have traveled. You know, I have been to Paris. I've been to London. I've been to Thailand by myself. You know, like I have done all these things. Yes. You know, I have been able to like hop on a flight and get to LA for like a project. You know, yes. or I'm able to stay up all night and. And work, you know, yeah, and still yeah. get up early in the morning because, like, it is literally just me working in my purpose, like building this brand. <laughs> all the single ladies, all the single ladies, single ladies. Now
1: put your hands up, up in the club. Just broke up. I'm doing my own little thing. No, I'm not here looking like revenge Feeling like a 10, the best I ever been Don't pick up the phone You know he's only calling cause he's drunk and alone too Don't let him in, you have to kick him out again Try to break my heart, oh that breaks my heart That you thought you ever had it, no you ain't from the start <laughs> yep. welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika. And I, I'm an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you so that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me... $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough, and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. Today on the show, I have one of my really, 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 really good friends and Howard graduate, Howard sister on the show. And as I introduce her, I'm going to pull her in the room. So her name is Carla Thomas, fly girl, writer, stylist, TV host. Carla is a multimedia creative hailing from Be More (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Baltimore, cultivated at the Howard University and now thriving in Brooklyn. Carla is an all-around-the-way all girl who is quietly brilliant. Well, to me, she's loudly brilliant, which I love. She creates fun and cool, relatable content, and she's always on a plane or in a showroom. Carla, girl.
0: Hey, girl, hey.
1: <laughs> you didn't... Um, you you you're done saved my butt today.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Girl, you like I got makeup
0: on today.
1: <laughs> right. So today's plan, I had a different guest plan, but she unfortunately um, said she wasn't feeling well today, which I totally understand. So I hit up my Howard squad and I was like, yo, who wants to go live today um, and talk about being single and, and what have you? And Carla was like, yo, I just got in from a date. So let's do it. <laughs>
0: I feel like, cute because you know when you work from home, like I don't put makeup on. But when I go yeah. out, I like to put makeup on. But if I'm right. and I, I I can't do my ID lies with no makeup. Like I I can't. I, that's not me. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, oh, yes. I look cute today. Like, right. I Can do it. I'm- look,
1: and this is my makeup. I put the <laughs> crown on today in honor of <laughs> Miss Megan Markle, which we're gonna talk about here in a second. But before mm-hmm. we get into, so what I have written down. Today, we're going to talk to Carla about, obviously, how we know each other from Howard University. Then we're going to (laughs) mention some things that we picked up from this whole Meghan Markle and Harry situation. Um, We're going to talk about healthy versus unhealthy relationship. Um, That's a question that I ask all of my guests. Like, you know, did anybody have the conversation with you about healthy versus unhealthy relationships? And so we'll have that conversation with you. But then we're going to get into the juicy stuff and the fun stuff because you are living a wonderful life successful (laughs) single life as a career career woman not that you don't desire a husband but you are allowed to live a successful single life which is not waiting for a man to come and pick you up so um before we get into all of that and to all of that let's talk about howard (laughs) eight (laughs) you you know um did you you graduated in oh six right or no seven Oh seven, so you're a year Mm -hmm. year behind me, okay. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about, well, has your pride and excitement changed? Has it gotten higher now that we have Kamala in the White House? All of the things that Howard University, that we always knew, now the whole world is getting to see. Like, has your excitement heightened? Are you becoming insufferable Um, around your friends?
0: (laughs) I feel like I already was insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there is that like I'm from Baltimore and Baltimore has Morgan uh, Morgan State University which is a really great university um, right. but it's still not Howard University so right. there is that but I like I and I loved all my friends at Morgan I was all right, always at Morgan because all my friends were at Morgan so whenever I came home for the weekend I was always at Morgan with my friends um, but H.U., I've always been insufferable. I'm like, I will compare it to everything and anything, yeah. and whatever school you are at, I'm still going to compare it to. And H.U. Right. is still always going to be on top. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why did you choose? So Howard University was basically in your backyard. Why did you choose to go to Howard? Well, it like. Uh Because for me, like, so our school here is like UDA, which is University of Washington or WSU, Washington State University. And there's others. But those are the two biggest. And I never even thought about (laughs) going and be a Husky or a Coug. No, I'm cool. Mm -hmm. I just never even because it was in my backyard and I knew that I always wanted to leave Seattle. But again, it's not Howard's and it's not D.C. So, yeah. Why did you decide to go to
0: Howard's? Well, it wasn't my first choice. My father was really trying to get me at Morgan because he went to Morgan. He, like, he bribed me with an apartment and a car. Um, <laughs> He did. He was yeah. like, well, get you your own car. I'm like, okay. But I'm still going to Howard. No, I'm like, it just was, it was really close. But it still wasn't my first choice. Like, my first choice was um, Columbia College in Chicago, which is mm. an art school and I really love them because you didn't have to take any um, like just classes that didn't pertain to your major. Yeah. So you went straight into your major. Um, which I got in and I was going to go with like a home girl from high school. It was a rolling admission. So I knew I got in and then she, but the time she knew she got in, I was like, girl, i got to make a decision. So um, I didn't want to go to Chicago by myself. I was waiting for her like, okay. But by the time she found out, I was like, I need to make a decision. And I decided on um, Howard, um, right. which was like just the best decision ever. Like, I was far away from home, but I could always come home if I needed to. Um, so, I, I, I loved it. It was the best decision ever.
1: Yeah, for sure. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What is the, um, what do you think is like the most important thing that you learned from Howard?
0: Uh, the most important thing you know so my it's a good one I mean that may be so many I just so because so I, I I'm from Baltimore but my schooling has always been like people think Baltimore is like black but my my schooling has been always been diverse mm-hmm. um and and like my high school is kind of strange because I was to an all black high school, but I was in a, a, the IB program, which is a super international program that only certain schools have. And so my school, my all black school was like just the one school in like Baltimore County that had it. So there were, like, but you, it was only 15 in a class and they were bused from other counties. And yeah. so in this one class that you grew up that you were in from ninth grade to 12th grade, it was only like four black people in this class that you grew up yeah. with. Yeah. Um, that you, and but it was all black school. So, anyway, I think all that to say I was really happy to be around just really intelligent black people. Yes. And just because I think it's a difference between like high school black people, like no shade. Yeah. but it was different. Like, it's a difference than yeah. it be like in coll- around like college educated, like just really smart black people and i'm like you can't tell me nothing like i know so many smart black people like like you can't tell me anything like i i know someone who is great in almost like every field you know that there's half of every field so yeah that's what i love like oh absolutely we're so lit we're lit (laughs) and we know like who don't you
1: know that i live like right 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 Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i think amongst a lot of things one of the most important things that i did learn at howard was that we are not a monolith and there are so many different Mm -hmm. versions of us because when you grow up in suburbia Mm -hmm. and i'm sure you can relate because i grew up in suburbia kent washington the connotation of Black people is negative, BET, back in the day, right, where it was all like this gangsta type of um, theme that they were trying to project out there. And I just, I I needed, (laughs) and I think my dad definitely knew, I needed to be submersed in like Black culture and what it means Mm -hmm. to be Black. Um, Mm -hmm. And what it means is what we define for ourselves, but you don't know that growing up in suburban America and you're the only. It's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard to yeah. fit there was a lot of, I just, I remember not, I mean, my childhood was great. School was great. High, junior high and high school was great. Um, but I do remember in my brain, there was moments of confusion. Like where do I fit in exactly? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: like, I don't yeah. know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, because it's hard to define yourself if you don't see examples of you representation matters right mm-hmm. um which i think is a good segue into this whole mary uh, mary <laughs> mm-hmm. megan and harry megan markle and good old prince harry mm-hmm. so on the soul of a nation which comes on on tuesdays on abc and i think it's for the next like four weeks they um harry hot harry hoston lord why can i not get my name <laughs> um right today what's her name on the view hostin sunny hostin asked um the black kids in the room that she was talking to when was your first experience like when did you know you were black so i want to ask you that question and then also i feel bad for archie because mm-hmm. he is going to be told the story about how his royal family were so disturbed and were so scared for him to come out dark skinned. So his moment of learning he was, I don't know, quote unquote black, and we'll get into that too, is going to be that, because obviously this Oprah interview is gonna last. I mean, we still get clips of the Diana interview from 30 years ago before we were, I mean, we were like five
0: Mm -hmm. when that stuff
1: was going on. But so when was that your, when was your first moment? Do you have a story of like when you realize oh y- y'all th- y'all think I'm different or you treat me different because of my skin color
0: um you know i don't i i don't know if i had a uh, a moment of like i know i'm black or if i i i i really i just uh, i knew i was not white <laughs> um I, I think it's always, like, if anything, it pertains to me being in school. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, like, the first thing that comes to me is just, like, my father always pushing me into, like, gifted and talented programs. um, mm-hmm. Because, like, I was, like, in, like, the first grade, like, writing in cursive, like, I knew sign language. Like, it's, like, she needs to be pushed and gifted talented. And I right. think I remember, like maybe in the third grade, my father telling me, like my third grade teacher, who was a black woman, was um, telling him that I didn't need to be in gifted and talented programs, but like the white kids needed to be. Like, like she was she was advocating more for the white kids, mm-hmm. saying like, yeah, they could, they they need to be pushed. My was like, she's okay and i yeah. i just like even like to this day like this is a story my father tells and so i think that's probably like the closest of just knowing that um if i don't have someone speaking on my behalf then i may not get to where i need to go like yeah. if it wasn't my father always being like like my father is a huge educational buff. Like if it yeah. wasn't for him saying like, no, like why are you putting like these kids before Carla when Carla is like showcasing, explaining all this stuff. Um, So I think that's probably the, when I'm like, okay, like you're black and you're smart and someone's gonna have to advocate, either you or somebody else is always gonna yeah. have to advocate for yourself. So I think right. like, that's probably like the best example.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, mm. same with my, both my parents, especially my mom. She retired as the uh, special edre- director of the Renton School District, so education was definitely their thing. Shout out to um, uh, Mr. Lewis. What up? He said, yeah, mm. your junior high was great. That is my old um, <laughs> officer at my junior high, and he was Black. He's, he Well, mm. still is. <laughs> he is a Black <laughs> he, he, <was>. <laughs> he didn't change. Mm. Um, so <laughs> shout out to you, Mr. Lewis. Yeah, he was one of the reasons why uh, junior high was really fun. But I will say this. Um, t- two things about knowing that I was that sometimes I got treated differently because I was black. I always knew I was black. My, I grew up. Listen, um, uh, my dad had uh, I'm black and I'm proud doll in my my room. We used to have my my parents had and I still have them um, these calendars that have black history facts for every day of the year. So like mm. I knew the stop sign was a black man before any of my white friends or. First open heart surgery was a black man before I knew Morehouse and Spelman because my grandpa went to Morehouse, my grandma. So I definitely knew I was black, but being treated differently because of it, I definitely got some of those experience. I remember at Meridian Junior High, I didn't make the cheer squad for like the, so I was, long story short, I was already on the cheer squad the year before. Whoever was my cheer coach, and I don't remember her name, she retired that year. And then this white lady came in And all of a sudden I didn't, I wasn't on the squad anymore. And my parents weren't having it. My mom was like, oh really? Please tell us why my daughter, who's the only black one on this squad and knows every dance and every teaching all these kids the dances is not on the squad. And she couldn't come up with it. So the principal was actually like null and void that Rika's on the squad. Um, And then I remember one time in high school, at Kent Mer- So I went to Meridian Junior High, Kent Meridian High School, and then I lived in Meridian Hill Hall at Howard. Like, that's <laughs> um Meridian's in my, my, my life for some reason. But anyway, at KM, I remember watching Roots and after Roots, well, during Roots, and, you know, the teacher asked you questions and stuff. Why we watch Roots, I don't know. She looked at me, or maybe it was a guy, and he was like, yeah, so what do you think it was like to be a slave? <laughs>
0: like, what? <laughs> why like why are you
1: asking me like and and you know what I mean and so my mom had to come up to the school and 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 handle that as well which reminds me of I don't know if you're watching anybody watching if you're watching the show on Netflix Jenny and Georgia there is a moment where Jenny's teacher kind of does the same thing to her about the n-word and he was like yeah he's a white dude he was like yeah we don't say that um in public, do we Jenny? Ha ha ha. Like, <laughs> like
0: what she are you? Doing? Like right, what are you supposed right. to say to these things? Like I'm always I, so confused. Like yeah, I right. feel like when those things happen, like I am literally Oprah. Like that like how Oprah had become a meme from yeah. the, the interview. I'm oh, like, the, yeah. What? Right. <laughs> like, I, I feel like conversation. go ahead. Go ahead. I, I yeah, I feel like when people say like crazy stuff, you're just literally like Oprah. Like Oprah is definitely mean poorly <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like are you you're not asking your
1: white students what yeah. do you think it was like to be a slave owner like i just <laughs> it's so confusing to me but um what, yes. what grade
0: were you what grade were you in
1: girl i had to be in like probably 10th grade
0: like that's yeah. also a loaded question for a, like someone in the 10th grade i was like four,
1: 15 how and i was like, i graduated <laughs> at 17 so i was probably fifth.
0: Like, what do you
1: mean? Like, what? Like, my parents aren't even really, we're not having these deep discussions about slavery.
0: So yeah,
1: it was yeah. Why we watch Roots Anyway is weird. But um (laughs) and speaking of that, so obviously if you haven't watched the Megan and Harry interview, I'm sure you've seen the memes, the snippets, um, where Meghan Markle admits that there were conversations around how dark Archie was going to be which is so hilarious to me because Meghan Markle is mixed and Harry is white. (laughs) I guess it could happen, but more than likely that baby was gonna come out the way he looks now. Archie looks like Mm -hmm. a white boy. He looks Mm -hmm. like a white baby. Um, But that just goes back to um, the history of the one drop of uh, black blood and they just didn't want anything to do with you. Um, And so that makes me really sad. Uh, And so that's why I brought that up. But let's move on to the relationship because Mm -hmm. (laughs) there are so many um, conversations. Well, a lot of people are on Megan's side, but there are a lot of people like you should have known better. What did you think it was going to be? And I'm just like, Harry left his this is true love to me. Because Harry left his whole family and not just the family that lives in Alabama, his country. Family waving the Confederate flag. He left his whole family of royals, cut off of money and security for this woman. Where some of you can't even get your man to stop cheating on you. I mean, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. how did you feel? How do you feel about the whole Harry and Meghan um, uh, relationship?
0: Um, you. I think he really, he really loves her. You know, and yeah. I. I I think that he I think that she was the perfect woman for him because he always seemed like he had like one foot out the door because of how happy un, unhappy he seems um being a part of that lifestyle yeah. um and then here comes this woman who is like who who he deems or sees as worthy way more worthy, way more important to him than staying in a lifestyle that is one making him unhappy and may potentially like kill his wife and his son. Like, you know? So um I mean I think it's I think it's beautiful that he was like, you know, um you are way more important to me than yeah. than all all of the royalty, you know? And and Harry, I, I mean he seems like way more millennial than um than william you know william seems like he's all in like this is him like this is his this is, this is his thing Um, uh, where harry is like i mean he's in la i totally see that for him yeah um yeah. you know so um i think that megan would like she would she was they're perfect for each other moving forward like yeah she 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 was she was the woman who was like i i am strong enough like we are going to figure this out um and get us both to our happy you know yeah he didn't seem that happy and um I, I feel
1: like they were just great for each other. Great for each other. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I'm,
0: there's, I'm so many, funny. there's so many directions. <laughs> I want to take this.
1: Okay. So uh, shout out to uh, Sheree. She says, I think it's beautiful. And I totally agree with you guys. W- today's podcast. Um, so single you the podcast. I do. I drop an episode every Wednesday and Thursday. Um, and today I dropped that. Uh, and I titled the episode. Harry is the husband Diana needed. What mm-hmm. is Love and let's talk and i really i do just on the i guess generalization that we can make of them the assumption Mm -hmm. from seeing what happened um so it is an assumption but i'm just like after these messages we'll be right back (laughs) am i allowed to sing that on this Now you know what era I grew up in. I'm a true millennial, an 80s baby, but a 90s kid. Shout out to my 83 babies and my cancers. Okay, so after this message, this conversation you were just listening to, we'll be right right back. Hey, and don't be trying to fast forward either. I get paid if you listen to the whole ad. Three minutes, girl. Three minutes. Can you plug your pillows, by the way? Can we just like do a little plug (laughs) for your pillows? Because they're like super cool. Yeah. I love them so i kind of dreamed this up over christmas break Uh, i was talking to my cousin um and i don't want to put her business out there um but she was going through some stuff and i was just i don't know in conversation then it led to dude affirmations work affirmations are great you should write some down Mm -hmm. um and she was like yeah you know i've really been saying to myself a lot happiness over history because she had known this guy since high school blah 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 they're going through divorce yeah. anyway and she was like i really like the saying happiness over history and then i just had this like slap in the face moment of like pillows <laughs> um and so you know how in conversation then ideas come up blah blah blah, blah. and um so i was like oh, affirmation on pillows, home decor, <laughs> on your couch, on your bed. I'm your home girl in your head. You see, you know what I mean? Like oh my, rapping. Yeah, like right, right. <laughs> um, and you know, my my whole platform is I believe that God has me in this season um, to help win, women understand that singleness is not a punishment, and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Mm. Like you're worthy, period. Like the day you were born, boom. Um, you're just worthy and that single is an option as well right like it's an option and unfortunately this is sad and I'm a Christian but I'm about to throw Christians under the bus Um, (laughs) they make it seem like marriage is the only way that's the only way to happiness that's the goal in life that is you know and that stems from a lot of things um, you know, there was a time in this country, and we don't have to go this deep, but there was a time in this country that I couldn't even buy a house. Unfortunately, we have had to be with men um, yeah. to yeah. survive in this country. And obviously, you know, we're breaking away with that, the millennial generation and the generations under us. And so I feel like that's what I'm here to do is push that envelope and move it forward. No, this doesn't mean that I don't want to be married or I don't yeah. I like, it, like men or. Yeah, I have, I've, I have so many people who think, well, oh, well, Rika is just a man hater. And it's like, wow, you really don't listen to like anyone who says that is not listening to what you're saying because you are all about self-reflection, like getting to know yourself. And you have never like, even though you're Christian and you're celibate, you don't push any of those on anybody else. You reference it sometimes when you're when you're telling your story or your experience, but you encourage everyone to like figure out what they want for themselves and then to pursue that. Right. And also telling the whole truth. Right. So on the pillows right now, I have four in the collection. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them says singleness is not a punishment. The other one is happiness over history. Shout out to my cousin for that. The other one is happily single um and the other one is don't do all that healing just to date another broken man mm. hashtag stay sharp how does that fit so, on a throw pillow right right <laughs> uh, actually the print you can read it like it actually yeah right, right right on it the um i got this from forever 21 shout out to forever 21 who on the bottom of the bags they have first john uh, 3 and 16 because i believe that's the scripture that's like god sent his only son da, da, da. Anyway, so I got that idea from them and I put first Corinthians chapter seven, verse eight on it, which is Paul's verse to single women that it is okay to be single. <laughs> and that's the evolution on how I came up with single you the pillow collection. And I would love for my throw pillows to be in your home. I'm here for you. So you can purchase a pillow or all four at single dash com backslash pillows. And of course the link is in the show notes. This is an example that every woman can take something away from because Mm -hmm. I find, and I'm sure you do like women who are steady holding on to this man that won't even like I like I said stop cheating on her um stop disrespecting her uh stop abusing her um but there are men out there like harry who will leave his whole royal family um mm-hmm. so i know that you're single right now all, and mm-hmm. you're dating and we're going to get mm-hmm. into your date but before the you you are now how were you dating and had anybody had a conversation with you around what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship?
0: Um, so no one had, no one had that conversation with me. Um, but my, I, I, I do have, um, my parents, they're still, they're still married. So I guess that is, um, that is my, that's my example. Um, and I think that even from like high school and moving forward, I don't like it might be a conversation that, you know, like my father is having with me, but he is he is seeing certain things that he is not okay with in the guys that I that I'm dating and he's mm-hmm. having conversations with them. And then telling me as well. Hold on, hold on. Your
1: dad is having conversations with guys that you are dating?
0: Well, like, okay, like my high school boyfriend, like there were things that he did not like. And my father is having conversations. So that is him, I guess, showing me um, what is okay and what is not okay. And what I should accept and (laughs) what I should not accept. Like my high school boyfriend, whenever he would drop me off, he would just like, speed away yeah um like after a date uh and my father was like no like you wait until my daughter is inside like house you yes. know so like just like things like that are I feel like it's as close as I've gotten to conversations about what makes it healthy it's just little things that that um both my father and mother have been like you know like that's not okay moving like forward. Well, yeah, you should not yeah. accept it here. So yeah. So yeah. and then um, you know, I've always had a little boyfriend,
1: <laughs> somebody on the side. And I'm, the reason, you know, and, and, and so I'm you right there. Carla's so last week the conversation around this was extremely heavy, um, because it was a heavy abuse story where somebody lost their lives. Um, my friend, Stacy's friend in college lost her life to a boyfriend, but with you, um, so I just want people to know that not everybody goes through super, super traumatic and dramatic stuff, Mm -hmm. um, as we're out here dating. And I feel like that's you, even though I do know, um, and we can get into him, (laughs) Mm -hmm. the boyfriend that your dad still be asking about (laughs) that Mm -hmm. you were like, you would never, um, never get back with him. What was that relationship like? And was there anything um, in it that was, like, unhealthy or you didn't like? And, you know, like, moving forward, I ain't dating this type of dude. So um. You
0: know, he would pay you and all
1: that stuff. (laughs) Look, look, look. My $10,000 boyfriend went to Howard as well. Because we wanted that dream of of marrying a Howard guy,
0: yeah. Um, but... Girl, (laughs) Um, I'm like, how can I say this is the nicest way possible? No, I, 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 the super mature Carla is like, he is not a bad guy. Like, I do not think he is a bad guy, like at all. He is not the guy for me. There Um, we go. And that, and that, like, when people are like, "What happened?" I'm like, "Oh, he's like, he's not the guy for me." Like, I like, he's not a bad guy but he's not the guy for me. And um, what are the things? He was just, um, he was never emotionally available for me. And mm-hmm. I think that for some, cause I've always been a good I've always been like, um, like you, you you, know, like from like my trajectory from like H.U. until here, um, because we dated for like eight years, we probably should have broke up like three like or five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, wait, how long were you with him? You said year like five, like eight, like eight years, like we've been <gasps> together for a long time. Yeah, were you wait, were you yeah. guys together at Howard? Yeah, it's like, it's like from like I was like 19 until like 27. Do yeah. I know who he, who he is? You don't have to say his
1: name, obviously. You,
0: you probably do because he's a school city for sure. <laughs> was yeah. he a school? Oh yeah. my god,
1: okay, we're gonna have to talk yeah. offline,
0: offline, offline. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> but very long, very long time. Um, but you, I feel like when you are a strong woman, like your career and everything, like if I am having a bad day, and I am upset. Like that is like real. Like I am like, yeah. you know, it's not like I am like a little like tricking, like violent. Like I am like always upset all things. It's like, no, like I, like, I am literally upset today. And he was just telling me like to get over it. Like, and I hated that. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I am allowed to feel these feelings, you know? Like, certain, like it was a lot of, you know, he was just, he just wasn't emotionally avail- he available. He literally said to you, get over it? Like, just like, just get over it. Or like, it's not that serious, you know? And I'm like, but it is ser- it's serious to like me, you know? And if I'm right. not someone who is like, you know, like, I'm not overly emotional because I am a Taurus and Taurus are strong. Um, <laughs> um so it, like this is a big deal and I am saying it's a big deal. Like if I am having this conversation with you about it, then it is it is a big deal for me. Um so yeah, so it was just it was literally a lot of that of like not being able to right. like support and, and me not- if I'm upset. I'm right. upset, I'm unhappy. And I feel like if um, that's really what, like, I need. Like, I need you to know that you can listen to me. Maybe yeah. offer some, like, offer some solutions or your thoughts. Um, just listen, But not tell me to get over it. Not tell me that yeah, I. Yeah,
1: not I not to dismiss to your feelings. Because then what's, yeah. the, what's the point of being in a relationship then? Like, then I'm going yeah. to vent to my friend Carla will, who will be like, oh, yeah, girl, I understand, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I do want to get into um, some of the things that you do want in a guy. But before mm-hmm. that, you guys were together for eight years. Mm-hmm. How did you walk away? No, wait, before you even answer that, I just <laughs> I want this to be a teachable moment of, I, I like how you said, he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that is, mm, I don't want to speak for everybody, but more often than not, those are our experiences, right? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I still think there are some women out there who get so hardened by that. Like, Mm -hmm. not every guy is going to be for you. Not every guy is going to like you just because you like them. Like, you don't like everybody. So it is odd to me when we get so upset. Like, a day, two weeks, whatever, fine, um, if it's, you know, a guy you were just dating and not serious with and, and you find out he's not for you. Like, I guess you could be bummed for like a day, but I feel like women just over time get so hardened when they haven't found the one yet at mm-hmm. 22 and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: do you feel, do you find that too? Do you feel that way? Like women are you, so just you, depressed about rejection.
0: Yeah. And, you know, um, one thing that i i do pride myself on is just that i'm not a quitter and so <laughs> like um and it, which is really crazy because it shows up in all kinds of ways like i can be watching a really bad netflix show and like i have to stop <laughs> to the <end> because like <laughs> i'm not quitter like right. i had people like why don't you just like stop watching it? i'm like i can't i'm like i committed i thought i was gonna watch it so, like, even because I'm on these dating apps, and they are so dreadful, and they are so, like, exhausting, but I don't quit, and I do pride, like, I'm like, Carla, like, it's because you, you still want love, like, you know that it is possible, and, you know, I am not, um I'm not going to give up on that, and I, I'm like, and I still, like, approach it, like, things I'm like no nah, I'm not doing that but I still approach it like still being very much open because yeah. you, you know like you don't know what is going to happen who's going to bring what into your life you know and I sometimes I, I say it's because I'm a writer that I'm like am I doing this because this is going to be a really good story or am <laughs> I doing this because it makes sense like I make it like make sense. like yeah. sometimes I, I do certain things. I'm like Carla. Like like was that the idea? Like, are you trying to get a story mm-hmm. out of this? Like, yeah. So yeah. Um, But I, I I do I do think that it it women can definitely become hardened and yeah. reject and and rejection hurts because I feel like men who get re- men are rejected like it hurts and I feel like it still shows up. It shows up. Yeah. They ask and how they behave, you know, because yeah. they, yeah. they're, they're facing rejection way more than we are because they put themselves out there more they, than Right, because we expect you know? that,
1: right, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah
0: so a rejection hurts, period, for humans, you know, right. like men or or women, you know, you get rejected from a job, like you thought you needed a job interview, That still, like, stings, right? Know? so, right. so yeah, so it all hurts. It, it's really just guarding your heart and not, um, making sure that it just doesn't um, take over your spirit and your heart and who you are.
1: And And, and it's hard though. It's hard. Right. Right. And so, and, and when you don't guard your heart and when you awaken love before it's time, and these are biblical scriptures, when you do get rejected, you feel like now your value has gone down. Mm -hmm. So now I am unworthy because Tom, Dick, and Harry don't want me. Um, and so that's what I do in my coaching program, as you know, um, is I help women discover their worth so that they can stop tying their worth into men. So then mm-hmm. when you do get rejected, you bounce back quicker. I want your about. Mm-hmm. That's one of my clients told me that. She said, Girl, Rika, you have made my bounce back game so quick. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> exactly yes. Exactly, yes. exactly so i want to know for the eight years do mm-hmm. you think it i know you just said you want to quit her, but do you also think it was because you, your identity was tied up in him or 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 what was it what do you think it was and then also how did you walk away from that eight-year
0: relationship so wait w- um uh, do i think my identity was tied to him or why we yeah. were dating for so long
1: yeah because you were together for eight years yeah in that time Like, did you know early he wasn't for you when you were just trying to make it work because your identity was tied up into him? Or, like, what was going on in those eight years that would have you stay with a guy that you knew eventually
0: wasn't for you? You know, I think a lot of it was because I was still in in college. I I think that he was a really great college boyfriend, you know, like, which is it's really easy you know like okay you come over to my dorm i come over to your dorm you know we go out to olive garden whatever <laughs> you know it's, it's college <laughs> olive garden you know? days hey like, you know like it's, it's right. college so um but then i think as because he, he's older he graduated oh five oh five yeah okay so um I like, just was like, you know, like I just don't see that as your life partner, you know? because <laughs> like, yeah. at like he graduated and you know, he's but still all this stuff is hindsight, right? Because he's still in his early twenties, still trying to figure out his career trajectory and everything. But I and and then I graduated and then I'm still trying to figure it out. But I think it's as it was as I we were getting older. Like I, I, we ended at I was twenty seven. Yeah, he was like twenty twenty nine. Um, and then by this time I was living in New York. This is when I lived in New York for the first time. I was in New York. He also was in New York. Um, I, I, I just never like there were so many situations. I was like, this is not a man is going to protect me, keep me, um, cover me, like. I saw a lot of struggle meals in this <laughs> relationship. I was like, yo, I could not eat no tuna over rice. Like <laughs> I saw like I saw Timothy struggle meals. Um, I didn't see a way out of these struggle meals. It was just so many things <laughs> of like, I didn't I saw too struggle meals, like I I didn't like his work ethic. And this is like, but this is as I and getting older and i'm like realizing like what i want for real you know what i don't want especially yeah. in and and um a mate you know like because we were like we definitely talked about marriage um yeah and it looked a lot different you know when i was in school and he was in school you know yeah but yeah. um once we got out of school and I'm in New York and like I'm interning here and all this stuff. And like, I, I was like, no, I was like, I see too many struggle meals. I don't like your work ethic. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm Good like, for you. I was like, like, yeah, I mean, there were points where I, I, and I am a hard worker. Like I used to work in restaurants for a very long time and I had my, I've always had, whenever I lived in New York, I've always had my own apartment in New York, which is very hard because it's expensive to live on your own um, in New York, yeah. but I always yeah. was working. And so I, I worked at the restaurant for a very long time, and he wanted to move. And I'm like, but he's like, we'll go half on the rent. I'm like, but you don't have a job right now. <laughs> right. like, So how are we going to go half if you don't have a job? <laughs> and I am just like, there were so many things. And then I was like, but really, like, you don't never really be having a job. Like... Yeah, so many things. I was just like, no. And I, so, and that is when um, that is when I broke up with him, though. Is, yeah. Um, is when, like, he was, like, it was really, like, a lot of, like, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I'm like, okay, but where is the action? And so, and I was in my own apartment in, in Brooklyn. And I was just like, no. Like, I never let him move in. Um, I feel like I, I I never was like, No, you're not like I was working in a restaurant in Harlem. I'm like, it takes like an hour and like forty minutes on like when I like on a local train to get back to Brooklyn um right. from work. Like, what are you doing this whole time? I've been at work for like eight hours like, in my apartment that you're gonna go half one that but you ain't got a job.
1: Like <laughs> I just
0: never I never so that is when that is definitely when I was like, Yeah, we're not gonna work. Um and that and the the last thing, like one of the last things he said to me he was like he wanted uh an apartment or a house in like London London, LA in New York and he yeah. was in between housing. I'm like, how do you want have like three aspirations when you can't yeah. even get one? So yeah. So, Here, so
1: <laughs> this is what I hear you saying, and I love this. Um <laughs> so because like i said not everybody's story is about being abused or what have you so what i hear you in this story you guys started dating in college and then you just kind of grew out of him like you guys Mm -hmm. couldn't journey together
0: and Mm -hmm. the
1: fact that you were able to figure out you know when people show you who they are believe them right Mm -hmm. and you were able to be like this is his character and Mm -hmm. i don't have to have any parts in that um where a lot of people stay because they feel bad or they think it's unchristian like, um, to make a decision for you to walk away from something that had been going on for eight years, but also note, you two were not married. And Mm -hmm. so I love that you didn't let him move in. You weren't giving him wife privileges. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like, I I, want you, you saw who he was. Um, and by the time he hit 29, he should have had some more things together and he didn't. Mm-hmm. And so you chose singleness over being in struggle meals. Like yeah. I just oh, I,
0: I, I, yeah. if, if we, first of all, he couldn't cook. And if one day they <laughs> like making like salmon cakes and rice, you know. But I'm like, I like, I told my mother about this. I'm like, I yeah. don't eat like that. Like, did you see my cooking? Like, I eat good. Like yes, I eat good exactly. all the time. Like even like my my brother, his five year old son for um for his birthday that just passed, he wanted crab legs for his birthday. He's five years yeah. old. I'm like we, the Thomases always eat good. Like we eat good, but like <laughs> these humble meals over here, I'm like I I don't see that for my life. No, I I, I so yes, yeah, so so, and, and and the other thing it was just like it's because yes, my father still asks about him. And I do, I, I, um, he's really talented at what he does. He's creative. He's a videographer. Um, and he's in, he's still in Brooklyn. We're still in Brooklyn. Yeah. And so like recently I asked him to do a shoot for me. I was going to pay him. He stood me up. He stood me up. I was dressed. I was like, I'm going to pay you this amount of money. I'm, he's like, I'm like, what time? He's like, the earlier the better. I'm like, good. I'll be ready by 9 o'clock. I was like to make up everything. He was supposed to come to my neighborhood. We are going to do street-style photos. Um me up. And, yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, this is who you've always been. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah. And, and and so, yeah. So, I'm like, this, and so this, this was probably like in October of last year. Um yeah. we, we 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 like I still like keep in touch whatever, but I'm like, this is who you've always been. I'm like, and he has said to me, like I forgot who I'm dealing with, and I'm like, no, oh. I forgot who I'm dealing with, like yeah exactly this is, this is yeah. who you are, and I yeah. still am like still trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, and I had to tell him like all, you're not, you're not taking my brand building seriously, I'm like, you're not about your money, which you've never been, um, so this was recently. Good for you, and, I... and but it's, it's, it's still like the fact that like he even could, like the fact that even gave him a chance. So I'm just like, girl, like you know, like why did you even do that? But I was paying him. I'm like, at the very least, he is a New Yorker who likes money. But I, he didn't even right. want he didn't want the, my coins. I'm not i going to pay you for the mm-hmm. shoot.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because it's his character and like that—that that that is definitely what I teach in Single You Academy. It's like I I want people to have um, a character barometer like you because Mm -hmm. him saying things like, oh, I forgot who I was dealing with or whatever. Those are the things that make us feel bad feel like a bad Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. because we set a boundary and we Mm -hmm. said no. And Mm -hmm. I also like the fact that you said, I just didn't see this for my life. Girl, Mm -hmm. you know how the Bible tells us we got to have vision. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Vision. Yeah. My people mm-hmm. perish from lack of knowledge. All of that. So it's like good for you to just have that in you to have vision for your life. <laughs> Listen, I saw a meme. I think it was a meme, but it said something like, "Yo, laying up and being broke with my boyfriend is no longer cute to me."
0: Like that's cute <laughs> at nineteen. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's-, and that's and that's what I say. Like we were good. Like we were good yes. in talent. at nineteen. We, we were, right. Yes. Like like oh I I loved him to death in like college like everybody like fought us together and I you know all we were doing was like smoking weed and like breaking 40s you know, <laughs> right, right, because you do that at nineteen and twenty-two you, and what have you. you know? But but yeah, when, it to, when life started to get real, we were getting older, we were matured. And I was just like, nah, like no, nah, I'm good. Oh, cool. yeah, mm-hmm. good for yeah. you, girl. You gotta believe
1: yeah. people when they show you who they are. My Angelou taught you, right? Okay? Oh my god, yes. Yeah.
0: I, 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 I always, I knew I was gonna be okay. I knew I was gonna be okay. You know, like if I, yeah. I, I never, I never saw him like for like my bills or anything. I don't know. Like, -mm. I I really just, I I really just saw him like leeching off of me. Like, and I was not okay. I was not okay with that. Damn. mm
1: -mm. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what I mean by when I say single is an option too. Mm -hmm. You knew that you were going to be okay without him. And unfortunately, a lot of women, my clients, like in a moment in time, they just felt like, how am I going to survive without this man?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Easy, because mm-hmm. he doesn't provide your oxygen. God mm-hmm. does, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And so that, yes, I, yes, and, you. And I, I,
0: I do always advocate, like for me, like women need to set themselves up for success. Too, yes,
1: you know. Like, yes, yes, like,
0: um, like, can you pay your own bills? You know what I'm saying? But a lot of women, like, they're like, I depend on him for this and I can't walk away. And it's like, girl, like, you know, like you need get to be together. able to you out. get it Yeah, so get it together. that's why I all, yep. I, like, I'm i like, I'm in Brooklyn paying my rent at um by myself in like the studio apartment in Bed-Stuy. I'm like, you can't tell me nothing right now. Like, I'm good. Right. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm right. good. I'm going to be good. Um. Yeah, I was like, uh-uh. But yeah. if I was depending on him, in his petitional jaw, like, oh, girl, where would I be? Yeah. <laughs> and this all ties
1: into the title of this episode of having mm-hmm. a successful single life. Like, that is successful to me. Um, Our mutual friend, one of our squad members, um, Cameo, um, said this in one of our group chats one day. Um, and I can't remember why, but she said, I feel like some people think that you can't have an unsuccessful single life like you can have an unsuccessful marriage. And I was like, mic drop. I'm using that in my marketing from now on. Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, And this is what we mean, right? So you have set yourself up to live a successful single life following your dreams, brand building, where you don't have to rely on a guy. Mm -hmm. that is a successful where you're just happy. Like I'm cool when the guy comes great. And I know that's the space that you're in and I want to get into this date. And then we're going to talk about your career and how people can reach out to you. (laughs) But (laughs) so you are, um, you're happily single, um, Mm -hmm. and you are dating. And Mm -hmm. so I just want to, I don't want anybody who listens to me on my podcast or watches me on Facebook and Instagram to think that I am against Dating. Actually, I really don't care what you think, but I'm just <laughs> for some reason like I really don't because I know my message, and if you take it wrong, that's on you. Like, I, so let me erase that part. I just want to take a moment to um, explain that I believe you can be happily single while desiring a husband.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Period. Um, and would you say that's where you are right now? Yeah,
0: I'm. Yeah. I I am like so good. Like i I'm, I'm good. Um, and you know, I, I wrote about this, um, uh, I wrote an article on, um, on my website about the, the loneliness of, um, of being quarantined. But one part I put in my article was that I am not, you know, too prideful to say that I want partnership. Cause I feel like a lot of women are like, oh, I didn't need nobody. I'm like, no, like, I'm not that proudful, prideful to be like, I like somebody. Yeah. I want to boo. So, yeah. yeah. So, um. Um, but am I, like, chilling? I
1: chill all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I I think I definitely quarantine has been easier for me, because I have, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even know if I have a desire to be with a guy at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. It's a right, lot. we've had these conversations <laughs> and everything, and I, and it's not that I, I, I have, like, my heart is cool, but I'm just like, right now I'm so busy building Single You, the brand, mm-hmm. Single You Academy, and, like, coaching women has been the greatest um experience of my life these last 2 years like the change the tears the hugs the thank yous the generational curses that single you academy and my coaching program have like changed like it is the testimonials i get from my clients i'm like god i could do this forever that <laughs> is, beautiful. That is really is, beautiful exactly uh, and so yeah, yeah yeah and i believe be- I'll, I'll, I'll let you go in a second. I was just going to say, I believe that because I have filled my life with purpose, that loneliness has been erased. And God mm-hmm. is like, good. Cause my prayer is God hide me from your sons. Cause they're down here tripping <laughs> and only up. present me to the man that you have for me when you believe it's time. So I don't know if God's will for my life is 55 or 75 or tomorrow. I don't know, but I'm coasting. So go ahead and finish your thought, and then I want to get into your date.
0: Well, I was just going to say, um, singleness for me, um, I've gotten so much done. You know, like, I have, I, I don't have to answer to anybody. You know, yeah. like, I am, I have traveled, you know, I have been to Paris, I've been to London, I've been to Thailand by myself. You know, like, I have done all these things. Yes. You know, I haven't able to like hop on a flight and get to LA for like a project, you know, yeah. or I'm able to stay up all night and and work, you know, yeah, and still yeah. get up early in the morning because like it is literally just me working in my purpose, like building this brand, you know, and I ain't gotta worry about nobody. Like that is a beautiful thing. Nobody and thing, exactly, and that, and that, you know. Like if you desire a partner, you know, like this period of singleness is, is not going to be forever, you know, right. but I better, um, I better maximize it, you know, Yeah, like absolutely. I, better maximize, I better, I better use my time wisely, um, uh, you know, because I do know people who are partnered up where you know they're they're taking their other partner consideration like maybe they aren't staying that late at the office you know or maybe they can't take this trip you know mm-hmm. so um that, that flexibility that freedom like yes exactly I do what I want all day long you like tell me my I ain't gotta answer
1: right. to
0: nobody like I ain't gotta talk go to nobody like I, <laughs> right. I, I right. am
1: so good and oh, that's God. why me, you, and Cameo, were on the same path, and that's why we be group chatting all day. Because we, oh, like, we ain't got nothing to do with this brand out.
0: Girl, Listen, that's, that's why I'm, I'm at the gym, like, you got nothing else to do but get cute. Like, you got time to get sexy, like, I'm gonna get these abs.
1: That part, that part. And yes, Sheree, um, we will be dropping her um, before we end this. Don't worry. I'm going to tell you how to reach out to her. Uh, She was like, Can you drop some of Carla's links? Yes, girl, I got you. (laughs) Trust me. This is a platform where I put all the women um, out there on my platform. So now, okay, it's already 10 o'clock your time, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we're supposed to end now. Okay. So it is up to you if you want to go and see oh, the I was your date. On my
0: date because it, okay, it was very it was oh, I I literally just had like I had someone close to me like you need to talk about because I was about to be like I don't know girl I was about right. to text y'all right. like I don't know <laughs> and okay, I wait let's start like, from the beginning how did you meet him and this is the second okay. date right so this is the second date so yes. we so on um on Bumble the dating app okay. um and we've been talking. I think like like around the week of Valentine's Day. So what is that? Okay. Like three weeks now? Going on three weeks or something? Yeah, because it's now. Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we've been in constant communication since. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I like is that is I have not felt the need to play any games. Like, and I don't. See him playing in games. Like, we're literally just texting each other as opposed to, like, should I text him right now? Like, it's been like two hours. Like, who's the last right. person to text? Who? It's literally like just like conversation. Like, even in oh, the morning shit. time, like, we're just like, picking up from where we left off. Yeah. Um, and just having like full of conversations and like, he, because you know, like me and my music. And so I was like, I was like, are you on Spotify? And he was like, no, should I download it? And he, I was like, yeah, so we can, like, share, like, um, music. music and, he, yeah. and he's like, oh, I have to get premium. He's like, got to pay for it. And he was like, all right, I'll pay for it. I'm like, great. So like, we've been sharing music. We made, like, playlists together. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been, um, it's been been
1: fun. First fun of fun. all, I love that because that means he's into what you're into. Because, listen, yeah. I want everybody watching this, listening on the replay, listening on Single You, the podcast, Every time I call Carla, let me tell you something. <laughs> Carla either has, I know. like a gospel choir in her house. <laughs> um, um, um her is in her
0: house. Bruno Mar- like everything is loud. <laughs> I know. My cousin, <laughs> like my, my cousin is like, he calls it the trap. He's like, You always catch the trap. And I'm like, like, it's like the trap knowing like this, like the trap house. I, I have it yes. so much. I do. I, right, right. I do. Yes. And
1: I also like that he paid for it. I was like, oh, whatever. Like yeah, money, yeah. like
0: but, no, not okay. so girl, then let me tell you how to date though. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so, okay, so but uh okay. He has been probably like um the, the most comfortable I have been talking to a man in a very long time. Um because I'd be only date now I'm like some like some of these negroes crazy or a white yeah. guys. Um <laughs>
1: Right, because Carla know. is an equal opportunity. <laughs> she will date a white dude, a Mexican, I black dude. She don't care. Don't bring care. them all. Bring them all.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and so um, it has been really great, really great conversation and everything. And he did he did plan the first date. Um, and he did bring me a gift, which I thought was Listen. like so cute. It was a it man planning was, a date. He, he planned the whole date. Um he bought like a gift. So it's been good. Today was like, I was like, oh, let's okay. see. Then I was like, maybe it's me. I was like, I was trying to I've been trying to check myself like all day long though. Yeah. Um so we went out. We went to <laughs> Y'all don't judge me. I'm about to tell y'all. Uh, we went to the Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn Museum. Um he bought tickets to go see this exhibit. Okay, that was fine. It was cool. Like, I like. first of all, it took a lot for me to go because it was the middle of the workday. You know, it was like 11.45, and I'm like, but, you know, I was like, I'll block this time out for me yeah. to go. And I'll, like, enjoy this date. Um, So we went to the exhibit. It was fine. And he was like, um, I'm hungry. Let's get something to eat. But then we went to this place to get something to eat. And he got his food, and then I paid for my food. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't like that. Like, I don't like that. I don't like paying for my own food. Like, why did, like, why did I do that? Yeah. Girl, because I was just like, <laughs> my friend is like, I'm like, what? Like, if I want a man to pay for everything that we're, like, what I'm going to take, then that is what I want. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, like, I am not about to go Dutch. Um and so I did well, like, today. But let me tell you I felt some kind of way and I was ready to cut it off. I was just like, I don't know. I was like, like, Yeah, I don't like it. Like I know some people out there are gonna be like, Well, he paid for the tickets to go to the museum and yeah. like yeah. I want museum yeah. and lunch. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want do. the whole guy, right?
0: Like no, like no shade. Because my friend was like, Well. Uh, like I was just like look I could have ate at home like I could have bought my own stuff like so I could ate at home like yeah. and so my friend he was like well you should say something to him then because I feel like if I am going Dutch then this sounds like a this this sounds like friendship to me like this is like my homie I'm like mm-hmm. cause we're just going out to eat I'm like am I on a date or not nah? like that is for me that's what I like, right. like. I don't want to go and see my pocketbook, like <laughs> you don't get me out the so, house,
1: <laughs> right? For me, like, I don't care. Like, I, I mean, I care, but hear, I don't I care. Do. Like, I yeah. care. I'm like,
0: yeah. I, I, and so I, like, my son was like, well, let me see him and then see what he says, right? Yeah, um, exactly, no, I, it's,
1: you should because yeah. cause this is where termites can start getting in and then yes. it becomes cancerous and then you relate and then you yes. you guys fit each other right like yes. so if if this is somebody you really want to get to know and continue with definitely bring yeah. it up like definitely no, don't I, be afraid
0: i yeah. did i brought it up to him
1: oh you did uh, oh yes, girl i did because i was like i'm gonna say
0: something i know
1: i'm, I'm proud. <laughs> i didn't know it was that quick i guess i thought you <laughs> right, were gonna wait because, till
0: tomorrow i mean because <laughs> if i if i didn't I would be over here like, no, like, I'm not interested. Like, I was like, let me, I was like, let me say something now. And let me, I was like, let me take something now. And so I, I, I I literally just thought, because for me, if we're going Dutch, it sounds like friends, which I do want a friend first, but. I still need you to pay for me, like no shade. like that's just right. what I, I want. Um, right. I do want, I do want us to build um, a friendship and go slow and all those things. Right. Um, Absolutely. And so I, I asked him. I, I, I was like, um, I'm getting like homie vibes, friends vibes. I'm like, what about you? Yeah. Um, and he was just like, nah. Um, and I was, he was like, nah. He was like, no, nah. like, nah, I like totally dig you. I like you. He was like oh, whole little thing. And I was like and I was like, Well, when um I go Dutch with a man, that's like friend zone for me. Um, and he was like, No, he was like, I should have said something. He was like, I apologize. He was like, No, he was like he was like, I didn't mean it like that. He was like, No friend zone over here. Um, so this like literally just happened. So I was like, I hadn't responded yet. But I was like, Okay, I was like I was not having it, though. Which I don't know what that means. It makes me whatever. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, Carly, you know what you want. Like, that's just what it is. Like, I I,
1: I, I, I am not a dating coach. I am a self-love <laughs> and boundaries coach. But I do tell all of my clients, I'm not here to make you me. I'm here yeah. to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. And if you are yeah. Carla, so if you were my client and you were like, I want this... I would have told you well then you need to tell him because yeah, it's, it's cool. easier in the beginning than yeah. when you fall in love or whatever and now yeah. you're attached to him and now you're in resentment mode because yeah. you're not getting loved the way you need to be loved yeah. so it sounds like your love language is maybe gift giving or acts of service yeah. which it comes with knowing yourself so that doesn't mean anything to me you're nope you're just carla like <laughs> and carla knows what she wants and that's beautiful. And in yesterday's um, uh, episode, uh, no, wait, Wednesday of this week on Single You, the podcast, I talked about that. Like, what is love, right? Because I went off the um, Megan Markle and Harry uh, situation and how I, I believe that's true love. And even in the Bible, um, the, there's a scripture that says love drives out fear, right? And so my thing is, if you're afraid to ask him a question, you need to figure out where that fear is coming from. Is it because you're afraid that he'll be like, nah, and then y'all's relationship could have ended today? Mm-hmm. Um, or are you, a, like, are you just afraid of him or whatever? And so it's like, uh, yes, ask all the questions, especially in the beginning with no fear. Just mm-hmm. ask a question. Just ask a question because that is a friendship.
0: Yeah. yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I am glad that I was like, okay, Carla, like you have to say something um, right. for sure. Um, and now look at that smile I, on your face because he likes you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if you got, it, <laughs> and it's so crazy because like my friend was like, you want too much. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, this is just what I want. Like, I don't want too much, but I'm like, yeah. I, that that is that is what I like. Like you, like, I wouldn't want to say like. I'm like I will never. I will. Yeah. I'll never tell uh, a client that I want too much. Yeah. You, want you want and you're not, want- yeah. Yeah. you're not gonna be happy.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna be happy until you get it. And I don't want you making this man miserable. So. Oh my
0: gosh. Like if we like if I didn't say this today and we went out again, I'm like, am I supposed to go in my purse again? Like I like yeah. I wanna continually be like I'm like, why would I continue to date you? And then I mm-hmm. that's when, like, I will like, ghost you. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, and if I didn't say anything, he would be, like, none the wiser of, like, why exactly. she's not, like, why she's not, like, hitting me up, why she's not digging me. So, yeah. So, but I was really proud of myself Beautiful. for also, like, saying something. Because I can, like, sometimes I do a confrontation or I'm like, oh, I'm, like I, I am, I will ghost. Uh, <laughs> but I, I didn't want to ghost him i was just right. also trying to figure out like if i don't bring this up like what like will it be another way to like kind of like end it <laughs> but i was like yeah. you don't really want to end it you just want to talk about this one thing that and that i love
1: that it. you didn't have an attitude that's yeah. that's like you doing yeah. too much because you're yeah. not allowed to yeah. get an attitude with somebody yeah. because something didn't go your way so yeah. what emotional intelligence you had Carla to yeah. just be like yeah. oh I'm getting like friend vibes <laughs> <laughs> and, and like the, the, like how
0: can I say this in like a very nice kind of way exactly, <laughs> oh my exactly. and still yeah. and still like point out my needs you know and I I, I do think that's growth. like what I had said this like years ago like no like as a 35 year old woman like yeah who is dating and I'm like I'm at this point I have to be clear about what I want and what I don't want so yeah. uh, I, I, I was happy and I, I'm, I'm happy with his response too you know like and then you know, moving forward, like he's like, oh, okay, like this is what she like, and if he wants to continue dating me, then you know that's how you move forward. So yeah, so I I feel a, a lot better. I love it. <laughs> um, I, I do, and um, yeah, you know, like so many people will tell you, like you can't get what you want, but not even with like just him, but you know, like I would have been unhappy if I did not say anything. Boom, And, you know,
1: my my pillars in Single You Academy is, uh, well, the the transformation that I give you um, is discovering your worth so that you stop tying your worth and identity um, to men. And in that I help you discover who you are so you can know what you want, have the audacity to believe that you can get it. And that's Mm -hmm. what you have and the patience Mm -hmm. to wait for it. So let's Mm -hmm. just say Carla brought this up to him. And then he got an attitude, and, and now he ghosted her. Great. Because mm-hmm. now you just showed me you weren't for me. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now that yeah. you brought that up, you got that out of your system, so now mm-hmm. you're not going to be approaching this dating, data-collecting, friendship-building situation with um, um, uh, uh, that those termites, right? Like that yeah. annoyance of like, mm-hmm. I need to get this out, right? Yeah. Um, as we say, the truth will set you free, so now... You are showing him honestly who you are, and you're a great communicator somebody who said something without an attitude, without mm-hmm. calling him broke, without what you know, whatever. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Because something oh, whatever, he couldn't pay for me, he broke, he broke, which that no, it yeah. doesn't mean that necessarily. So, I think that's mm-hmm. beautiful, and that mm-hmm. that is to me, um, that's a part of living a successful single life. Um, do you have? Um, cause there's a couple of things that I got out of this episode, um, where I could be like, these are the three things or the three ways to live a successful single life. Is there anything you think you missed about living a successful single life? Anything you want to add? Um, and as you're thinking of it, I'll say what, what we talked about is knowing, um, uh, with your eight year relationship, knowing that he wasn't for you and that's okay. Taking rejection well. You know, maybe make you sad for a week or whatever, but moving on, understanding that your value um, has nothing to do with a man picking you right, and being a great communicator um just from memory off top right now, that's mm-hmm. what I got from this episode. Is there anything else you want to add to that on how to live a successful single life?
0: Um, just knowing what makes makes you happy, mm-hmm. you know like um hey. I Especially, like, with this, like, example of, um, like, for me, like, a man paying for me <laughs> makes me happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, because um, I, I think, like, just knowing that, like, if, if I wasn't clear that, like, if I didn't believe that or I, if that wasn't a value for me or, you know, I could have continued on and I uh, never had said anything. But it's like, no, like. I, I know this is what I want, and if you want to date me, then this is what um, you have to come with, and um, also yeah. being okay, being okay with, like, you know, he could have been like, no, nah. yep. you know, yep. so, yeah. it's also yeah. being like, okay, well, we'll move on, and, you know, we have fun, but, you right. know, and it wasn't, it wasn't a place of bitterness, like, even still, like, it's, it's never like a place of bitterness. It's like right, you have exactly. to, you know, move, move on. And, and and if you are living a single and fabulous life, you know, like you bounce back and um, you're still okay. Like you're okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Single is an option too. And just knowing um, you saying that, um, knowing that it's okay. Well, yeah, because you said it wasn't coming from a place of... Um, Um, what did you just say? Bitter, hurt. Bitterness. That's what healing looks like, right? Mm -hmm. The Bible says and everything get an understanding. So you were just asking for clarification, like I'm a Mm -hmm. uh, uh, clarification, Mm -hmm. clarification. Mm -hmm. There we go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So you were just asking for clarification so you can get an understanding on where you stood. And Mm -hmm. it is okay to ask the question, um, but everything is about tone, attitude and all that. And when you can ask without attitude, then you know you're in a good place like mm-hmm. you're in a good place i'm just asking a yeah. question dang you know mm-hmm. okay so let's get into i'm gonna pull up here your website and your instagram um yes. so we can share your information let's get into your what do you want to say about your career what are you doing right now because you're super dope and you got a lot of stuff <laughs> I,
0: love I am um, i am, um, I am um, i Carla on all social media platforms. I'm really yeah. funny and motivational on Twitter. <laughs> um, I post like lifestyle content on my IG. I am a stylist and writer. Um, I have a really great article that I just posted on Big Cartel that I just retweeted um, on, on Twitter. So my website is about the best in beauty, fashion, music, food, travel. Um, All those great things, I style, I'm about to be in a commercial, like, I got a lot going on. But the best place is um, is Instagram and Twitter, Fly Carla. And I do an IG live um, called the Fly Girl Rant, where I talk about um, just the things that grind my gears in all pop culture.
1: Just go follow her right now, Fly Carla, on Instagram and um fly carla on twitter i mean that's really easy fly carla consider me your homegirl in your head Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird. On Twitter and on Instagram, I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? (laughs) You know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, <laughs> back. If I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information, so share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your (laughs) homeboy. Please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop every Wednesday and Thursday. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode. All you got to do is say that you liked it or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production. My intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's Single Ladies. Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Do will leap up her song new rules and also truth hurts by lizzo all right that's all i got for you this episode we will talk again on the next one